Hey y'all, welcome to another edition of the Dooms and the Don'ts as we recap Insecure Season 5 Episode 3. This was wild. So come in, sit back. We'll be talking to Jay Hall momentarily and we are excited to get into this conversation with you all. Should I have some music playing? Um, so this latest Insecure episode was very intense. Uh, we saw Lawrence and how he is navigating new fatherhood. Condola, how she's navigating motherhood. Um, and so it is going to be a good conversation with Jay once he gets on and excited to see what he has to say about uh this this episode so stay tuned if y'all in the chat let me know what y'all thought about the episode did you like it anything stood out who was right who was wrong I think they did a really good job, though, of balancing the stories between Lawrence and um, Lawrence and Condola, for sure. All right, so Jay's here. We'll get started. Um, Yo. Hey. Yo. <laughs> Let me turn the volume up some. There we go. Yo. That was a lot. I was not ready. So, you know, I, I have this thing where I do not watch um, the trailers in between. Like, afterwards, like, I come up and I start, like, setting up the camera and stuff. I do go back for the wind downs, but I do not watch the... Uh, the trailer so i had no idea what it was wow this was wild around around wild right what happened hey red it looked like um jayhawk got dropped so hopefully he'll come back in i don't know what happened that did, did i i don't think so let me invite him again Cancel. Come on. All right. There you go. All now, right. That was on me. I was I was wilding with you, and I ended up hitting the button. <laughs> 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 that was on me. That was totally on me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. Because I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, so I, I don't watch the trailer, so I didn't know what was happening in this episode. I knew it was Lawrence focused just by the timeline. Um, but it was it was very intense and I I this is what I like about it. I thought it was a very balanced approach to the storyline. It wasn't pro 
one or the other. Like we kind of saw them trying to navigate new parenthood from a very almost objective lens, which I think a lot of times when, you know, both of us don't have uh, children, I have had and lost a child, I've talked about this before. So I, I have a baby father situation. I've had, experienced that at to some degree, but definitely not to this degree. But um, I think what we normally hear with our friends and our stories is like, oh, you hear from the friend that you're closest to, and then you kind of take their side, you're passionate about their side, you know, versus you, you rarely get to see both people kind of navigating at the same time. Um, what were your thoughts? What were your initial thoughts? So my initial thoughts were, I, I do watch everything. So I was waiting on this episode. Um, my initial thoughts was just, first was, wow, you're right. They did show a good line. And the first thing that came to my head was that old saying my grandma used to say, you know, mama's baby, papa's baby. Um, because Excuse me, what was it saying? Mama's baby, papa's maybe. Ooh. Um, because it just it shows sometimes how both when you're separate as a couple, how one side doesn't necessarily have an idea what the other side is doing. Yeah. Right. And so they take their frustrations out a lot of times on each other. And then everything that they assume about the other person, they like they like bring it up. You know what I mean? So like my initial reaction was like, yep. A lot of dudes I talk to in certain circles, this is what they fear. I mean, I, I like you just said, I got homeboys that they feel like they have no say in anything. You know, the woman got pregnant. She already had everything going on for herself. All she needed was the child. And Ooh, you don't, we talked you, about that. We talked yeah, about that you donated That's your sperm, you know, and bye-bye. And so... I know my group chats are ringing off the hook right about now. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, my bro Mark, he texted me, was like, yep, I'm not going on Twitter today. Because it's just, it's just like, I know it's out there. But on the other side, I had to remember and pull back for a second because Condola might be looking at it like, I'm trying to do everything so you won't see I'm trying to be a burden. Right. So we named, we named him already. You know, we, you know, we're going to give him your last name, this and this. But he coming in like, yo, you got this tribe of women who are making all these decisions as if I'm not even... So you already presented this case as if I'm not that needed. So yeah, I don't have a problem saying I'm not going to be there this weekend because you've already made this presentation or whatever. But it also show how Lawrence has no idea and most men, most of us have no idea the labor that a lot of women go through. You know I thought that I mean? was really good to show her uh, Red said Condola told him to back off. And I agree, but I, I don't think she was prepared for what motherhood would, would take out of her either. You know what I'm saying? And, this, yeah. this, and I think they did a really good job showing this parallel. That split scene. I that did split a, scene I, is so accurate even for men who are married or in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not balanced. And that's just the reality of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think Lawrence's um, selfishness, I think he's selfish. Um, I think Condola's being selfish as well. But I think his hinders his ability to 
to uh to see things clearly into the end <laughs> literally like it's like you know if you've ever been on a plane with turbulence like it will it will snatch you <laughs> so i i told you but everyone else on the side note that happened to me two weeks after kobe passed away oh, wow. being on a very small plane wow. turbulence everything was shaking i'm promise you it changed my life yeah like, I, I promise you it, it definitely changed my life so to get back i and thank you for saying that. I do think that they both were being selfish. And you and I have had conversations before about how selfish sometimes is good, selfish sometimes is bad. But, you know, we are used to hearing the word selfish and we we feel that sting. Negative. So I agree. They both was being selfish. There's, so I had an issue with the split screen. Okay. Although I thought it was real, um, I think it's, there's parts of the episode as a whole that's still going to go over people's heads. So, yeah, Lawrence has time to be at his job. But when they did the split screen, they're showing Lawrence having fun. And they're showing her in labor. But the episode is showing Lawrence, like, working hard, mm. staring at the bait, like, staring, like, he's he's having emotions. He's, he's nesting. So that's the thing, too. So yeah. here's the thing that I've heard, like, older people say um, that men women prepare for motherhood from um conception right and men prepare for fatherhood like once the baby's here so that's kind of the thing like what the hell was happening these last nine months where y'all didn't talk about names birthing plans like all this kind of stuff and it can it'll be one thing if i felt like lawrence was a dead beat but like I don't know. It was just really odd to see him not be. And I think that's the thing too, right? Oh, so many dynamics. The the scene at the baptism where he's getting applauded for showing up and doing the like, just showing up, like it's such a real thing. What you see for for fathers, like as long as they're present, they're applauded, and women can go through all this. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Be nothing. Yeah. But I just think that Lawrence, this trend that we see, and we saw his career at first until he like got more proactive. It's like this very passive approach to, you know, deciding what part he wants to play in 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 shaping his life or his story. I think it's very like passive versus active, and I think he's he's gonna. I think he made that switch very quickly but even then they were saying like it's four months so I think like the time is moving very quickly this season like where are we I have no idea where we are the baby was four months after the baby was just born <laughs> yo it's something to what you're saying in that and, and and I hear you my issue was how it was shot okay yeah because people have a tendency to remember the most dramatic parts right if you're thinking about just that parallel part you're gonna be like oh Lauren, smashing our girl, right? He he having his whatever, right? But the reason why Lawrence is just showing up and he's getting applauded, well, the next scene over, he's talking to his man. He's like, "Yo, there are dudes out here not being here for their father." Because contrary to that, we are taught about fatherhood, but we're only taught about what not to do. Mm. So we are prepping for fatherhood, but we're prepping for what not to do. And that's why he was venting to his boy, like, yo, there are dudes out here not, I'm being ridiculed. Meaning, like, I didn't even get a chance to show if I'm a douchebag or I'm a good, like, I, I'm not even allowed to fail. 
And I think the problem when it comes when you see it in fatherhood is that when the man is trying to get it right and he makes a mistake, it becomes a, see, you have no idea. We carry all this. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure in the digital universe right now or whoever's watching, it's going to be a whole lot of individuals making that statement. But the point is women in motherhood are allowed to make certain mistakes versus men in society's pressures don't allow them to make that many mistakes. Now, I agree. I do think Lauren is passive aggressive. I don't think he represents all men, but I do think that he was passive aggressive because even with me, as much as I'm team Lauren, I'm looking at it like, bruh, you could have made a more active role, even though she told you that, right? Like she right. gave you that whole out thing. But if you know you're not that kind of person that can take that, like emotionally when it comes right. to like a child. Right. And granted, listen, I felt everything he said. He was like, yo, you came to me when I got this job. Like you made this decision without me. I've been on the phone many a days with homeboys at three in the morning who's like, yo, what in the hell? And then you punish me for it. Right. You made the decision and you punished me for it. I understand that feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really understand that feeling. But there are certain things that you have to wake up for a little bit sooner. And having a child is one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I think all those points were made in this episode. My issue was just how it was shot. Because I just don't think people are going to think about the times when he's staring at the baby crib. Yeah. And what that does and to like a man. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I thought all those moments were real and beautiful. Um, I felt like they were a little delayed since the baby was already here. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just felt like a, not an afterthought. But like, oh, now I'm a father. Let me pull it together. You know what I'm saying? Um which yes better late than never but um i think it's kind of the thing probably where Issa was like mm, i'm good i don't know man i mean and i think that's the that's a great part about where we at right now right i think this is the part where you and i can be on this opposite because i don't think it was a i'm not team condola let's be clear like, oh, no I'm no not. no i'm with you no i'm with you and I'm i with feel you. like in my in my tweets you can read like i feel like she should have she didn't give any lawrence any uh, autonomy to like be a father and step up and see what he get, was capable of. Like she, yeah. she recorded that before he even had a chance. Like if if he if you gonna give him his name and then you say okay you are gonna keep him informed and let him take responsibility and not wear yourself out you know to the bare bones. Like let him come. Be and this is the argument that a lot of men are trying to make without being seen as if they're pushing down or or being angry at women. And one of the frustrations that a lot of men in circles that I've talked to or even when I see online, if they make that complaint that you just stated, they look like they're bashing down on a woman. Mm. And they don't know how to communicate mm -hmm. that frustration, unfortunately, a lot of them, without bashing the woman, unfortunately, right? So it's yeah. like, where do you find this language to be able to communicate your frustration that I want to be a part? I'm not... Because... In the societal, when you think about the black man in America being treated like a buck of breeding, then you look around and your quote-unquote counterpart, the mother of your child, is treating you in the same way. That's generational trauma right yeah. there in your face. Yeah. Oh, so you just needed me to produce this child. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's a inner anger that you're feeling in that, that you and you don't even know how to explain that. But to your point, there's also the whole, but you're being applauded for being here because the, the the standard is other men haven't been there when that's technically not enough. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Um, I'm trying to see what um, Reddy said. She has respect that he's that type of person. It is isn't it interesting that Lawrence has asked Issa to move to San Francisco without condola. Yeah, I hear it. And you know what? He's. Uh, I didn't even think about that. that yo, Red is Red is right about one thing in particular that I will say off the top. You know what kind of individual he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were dating Lawrence. Like, you didn't have sex with Lawrence at one night stand. You were dating Lawrence. So whatever passive-aggressive, whatever parts of his personality that restricted you from having, like, a full relationship with him, because remember, that was a thing. He was really into her. But then she was kind of, like, coming out of divorce. And when he had that dinner party, and he was all being excited, and he was like, what is this for you? And that's how he ended up getting back with Issa in the first place because Condola didn't want to take it to that. So if he had that type of personality that didn't make you want him to be your boyfriend or partner, Ooh. there's going to be, now you want him to be this father. Or you told him you didn't want him, you know, he can participate as much as he did. He followed your direction about that. And then you're frustrated at that. And the thing about these things in life is that it is okay to make these mistakes. It is okay to change your mind. The problem is the anger that comes out about it. And then you're throwing me in the same category as individuals who are not me. You're throwing me in the category as dead be dead. Your, your family's looking at me all twisted face. And you didn't, you, you not so even telling them. Up. That was so messed up. Like, Yo, you're not even telling them the whole story. I'm walking in. I got to hear about my son being born on a text message. Like, what we doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Not even like I'm going into labor, like anything, nothing. Like and the one thing about Lawrence that I'm seeing that, and shout out to Issa again for her magnificent writing, Lawrence thought that his problems would be solved once he got money. Ooh, snap. And I've definitely felt that way before. Yeah. Because you have to understand, his first frustration was... I, I, he, let me be clear. I still feel that way. <laughs> I still do, too. <laughs> but it's a work in progress. <laughs> we are works in progress. <laughs> I still do, too. But we saw Lawrence have frustration on the couch when he was financially restricted. Mm. Now he has the finances, and he's feeling restricted. There is no way when you are a black man or a black woman in America that you can escape any part of frustration of feeling like you're going to hit a ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Red is mad. He like, why well, I got to hear about this baby going to urgent care? I like, nah, that yo, he's right about that. Like, he's right. Hearing about the baby it, it, going. Hearing it, not even like this happened. Hearing it as a a point in an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a fair. That wasn't a fair fight. Um. Yeah, I, I a couple things that stood out to me aside from them. Um, clearly missing from the baby party, and we've talked about this before. Um, the the baby's birthday party was Issa and Molly. Um, so who, who, who were were they? I really feel like they weren't invited. That's kind of my stance. I don't think they would have been invited and just not showing up. Um, for right now, I agree with you. But you know, Issa and her the way she writes, they end up, they, they might explain that the next episode. That's true. Because remember, it was a couple times where they did something like that, where somebody didn't invite the next episode, you find out where this person was already somewhere else. So I'll hold faith for one episode only, though. If you don't tell me why y'all wasn't there in that one episode, then I'm going with you. You wasn't invited. But then we also, um, 
to your point, another pushback I got on this episode in particular was the time. We know the last episode, they skipped the whole year. Okay, we, me, we talked about that. We wasn't excited about it, but we understood where it was. Right now, to your point, I'm not knowing the time frame, right? Four months in one episode? And that's it, right. So we don't, I mean, are we, like you said, let's say, let's take it where you're saying. Let's say they wasn't invited. So was in between, was all y'all beefing? I don't know. Like, that's the part that's a little confusing for me, but yeah. I'll give it another episode to find out. Because I think when it was, so you don't watch trailers. No, but after the first episode. Like uh, and stuff. After the first episode, when they were talking about trailers for the rest of the season, I think Lawrence is, I think Lawrence is going to end up moving back to LA. He has to at this point. I think that's if he wants to be active father. He's not hopping on a plane every weekend. He see how exhausting that is. Aside, turbulence aside, like it's exhausting hopping on a plane week in week out. Like that's not sustainable. Um, and yeah, so I, I think he moves back. It'll be interesting. This is what I liked about the episode um, from a um, series point of view. What we talked about, I think, last week is like there's normally some comedic relief, and I guess we had that with with Chad some. Um, But it went, they went hard, 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 hard. No, there was no relief. There was no relief. Her sister was trying to give us a little joke, but it wasn't. We were already in. It was nothing. I think I think the episode warranted that level of of seriousness. You know what I'm saying? And um, to cause attention to it's it's a real it's a real black millennial issue. And I think a lot of times um, it is not uh, approached with the the level of care that it needs. Can can you break that down a little bit further? Help me understand. I just think that a lot of black, the, I think the storyline where black millennials are having children, a lot of times it's not a traditional family unit. Um, and how do you navigate co-parenting? And navigate co-parenting in a way we haven't seen before. You know what I'm saying? So we've seen absent fathers, this, this you know, stereotype of absent fathers, um, perpetuating, we've seen kind of this nuclear family where you have the two parents there, and then I think we're bringing in a new era of what co-parenting can look like that's healthy, where both parents are involved, but they're still trying to navigate this new terrain. You know, they're trying to navigate both being new parents and then this new dynamic where they're not in a relationship anymore. They probably still care about each other's, you know, hopefully humanity, but they are not romantically involved, but they don't hate each other either. But they really are trying to figure out how do we move forward and like raise this child together. I.e., not millennials, but just thinking about um, Erica Badu and Andre Three Thousand, where he moved to Dallas. You know what I'm saying to to raise his son because he wanted to be present. You know what I'm saying, and what that sacrifice looks like. You know, I would love to hear. Um, from from someone who's like you know had to make that level where I'm I'm gonna leave this life that I've established because at this point in my life raising my child is more important than anything. Yeah, I agree with you. I think also we don't see those spaces 
because people didn't want to believe that they exist. You know, it's crazy Ooh. what America accepts and what they don't. You know, we were, when you come up, you hear about the hippie movement and how they were about the free love package. and Everything was fine. I mean, you got white kids that were they're naming their kids Moonshadow, and they don't know who their father is because your parents met at this big house where everyone was having sex listening to the Beach Boys. That's but right. all of a sudden, in the late 70s and 80s or whatever, when Black people were doing it, in a combination of our financial struggles, yeah. our continuous financial struggles, then it became this welfare queen, baby daddy type of look down upon thing. But missing the fact that why is it okay over here if you have love and it can work versus how down it looks over here? And the thing is, it's crazy how 2021, which just now insecure is trying to present us a way because also, the great thing about that birthday party was that you had one couple that was married and they were traditional, and then you have a couple that shows up and they are not together and they are with a parent, right? Yeah. And those places exist. You and I have been to those places. Yeah. We have mutual friends. We have, like, we have been to those places. But we also live in D.C. When we go back home, people act like we're talking about Never Neverland, like it doesn't <laughs> exist. And I'm watching Insecure, and I've been telling people about this kind of existence for years. Like, yeah. when I first went to New York, and there was two parents sitting there, and they were both with two other people, and they had two kids that were both their kids, and the other one had a third kid, and this was this couple, and they were all making it work, and we were all eating Friendsgiving dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm going back, and I'm telling people, and everyone looking at me crazy, so shout out to Issa for presenting that with a black face, because I think that negative stereotype narrative was something that even we got to a point where we accepted. Right. And it doesn't have to be accepted like that because when you look at Lawrence, you look at Condola, they both are in a professional prime. Like they are both yeah. doing it. There's nothing, um, you know, hoodness or raggedy about neither one of their presentation. They are just exhausted from being parents. And they're going to show you, even though you can have all the money, parenthood is a lot. Yeah. And they don't even have a unit. I think it's a big transition that people kind of gloss over, but you know, um, I had a, a physical doctor, um, primary care physician, and she said, like, basically for every transition, you need to give your body, your body three to six months to catch up with this change. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you think you're mentally there, your body's changing, your your brain is changing, everything has to kind of uh, switch up. And a lot of times there's a, a lot of different transitions that we kind of go through well, we don't even give ourselves time and space to, to process what's happening. We're just kind of going through the motions. And then we're like, wait, what does this happen? I think that's what's happening for, for both probably Lawrence and Condola, uh, where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go on our paths. But like, no, there needs to be some conversion, you know, somewhere. Like, how are we going to raise the child together? And, you know, I think Condola was naive for thinking she can do without Lawrence or not wanting Lawrence to be around, even with, you know, family support. I've, I've been fortunate enough in my family where I have been, uh, we're very communal. <laughs> so we'll have ex-husbands, new husbands, fathers, everybody be at the same place, especially when my grandmother was alive. So uh, you'll see everybody at um, family gatherings, you know, with their children. And there'll be no issue. And I think that's really how it should be. Um, where everybody's interests are focused on how can we make this child um, give this child the best opportunities for like living in a healthy, loved uh, environment. And that's like all hands on deck. 
Yeah, I agree. It is all hands on deck. And it seemed like Lawrence was trying to make that with the families. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I've heard couples tell me, I mean, I'm godfather and everything, and I've heard couples say, like, yo, you need a village. You need more than even the two parents. You know what I mean? To, to, to raise your kid. And there was this attempt, but it seems like, you know, they wasn't trying to make it. But can we just take a second to shout out Issa for putting in icons on the low, low on the show. I mean, that was um, Layla. Like, yeah, I, I keep wanting to call her Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I keep, I'm, I'm like, that was so, 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 like Layla Rashad was in there. I mean, he used to just be putting in all the Kiki legends. Palmer. That, that, yeah, Kiki Palmer that we, that we grew up on. A, she's such an effortless, funny comedian, um, um, act, actress. Who? Comedic actress. Who? Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I, I just like how Issa puts in these gems for us, yeah. letting us know how much a part of us like she is. And I just, I just personally, I just really, really rock with it. So I just wanted I to take. Too. It's take a beautiful salute that. though to black. It's it's a beautiful salute to like blackness and black history and black film history and black um, TV. Like just a nod to say because you know a thing you talk about a lot especially on social media that I've seen that, you know, with, with music, it's like people have very short-term memories, right? They think that they're the first to do something or the first, you know, for something to happen, the first of this genre. Like, no, there's people who have done this. There's like, it's recorded, there's videos. Like, yeah. this is not the first time we've seen this. And I think with Issa, she, she does a great job of paying homage to like uh, TV, Black TV. Like, we, these are the, um, even with, you know, um, you know, all the series and series, like the mini show she was doing with, you know, black actors. Yeah, um, I miss that. Yeah, I do miss that. Yeah. I do miss that. Just like showing like, hey, we've been doing black TV, whether you acknowledge it or not. Like Kiki Palmer, I think it's more of a black, I mean, she had the, the show she was doing, like a Good Morning Show or Today Show, like one of them morning shows. Um, where I think kind of um, expanded her brand. But, like, before that, she was, like, exclusively the Irish. Lady Bichon's exclusively Irish. I yeah. think a beautiful uh, nod to to our icons. No, it is. It's, it's, and I like how she, she puts it in there because it doesn't seem forced. Mm. You know, when they pop up and they're a sister or they're a mother or they're a brother or it's on TV, it comes across so natural. It almost makes you want to hit the rewind. Like, wait a yeah. minute, was that such and such? You know? And yeah. so I... I'm I'm liking that. How how are you thinking if we're what we're predicting is right? We're predicting Lawrence moved to LA. He's back. How are you thinking that's going to affect the trifecta? Like, cause they have these mutual friends. That's another thing about this group that we're watching. Yeah. They have these mutual Relatable. friends, not just mutual <laughs> associates, mutual friends. So how do you think that works? Because yes, we didn't see Molly nor Issa at this party, but there are plenty of other parties. There are plenty of other things to go. How do you see this working with the characters that we know? You know what? I think that is so relatable uh, to, I would say, at least my experience. I probably would say take some liberty and say our experiences in DC, where uh, you know we went to college here, we still live here, a lot of our friends still live here. You can date someone and move on and not. Like we'll see them again. You're you're going to see them again. <laughs> like, um, so I think that 
challenge. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out on film. But, you know, my hope is that uh, that Issa is moving on as well. You know, I think she made, I think she made the right decision for her to walk away from Lawrence at this time because of, we talked about this before, but like the consequences, but it was right. Like, I think her gut feeling, like how he's going to show up and like try to navigate and try to keep everybody happy. And like, I don't think that's, it's going to be something he's going to have to grow into with any partner he decides to be with, but especially with Issa, I think um, she didn't want to have to deal with that especially with her independent relationship with Condola. Like, it's just, that's, you know, it's going to be challenging. But I think, I think, um, I think they will be core. I think they will be friends. I think they will, I think they can definitely be friends. I don't think it, it should go any further than that. Uh, I agree with you as far as looking at it right now, Issa made the right decision because to be in the midst of all that, that would have been a lot on everybody. Everybody. But I do think that there is room once things settle for them to still find each other. I think certain couples have that a part time and then they come back and then I don't know if, if you ever like, you know, if you ever had that kind of relationship where you go back and forth with somebody, when you play catch up and you find out what was going on in their life, you be kinda like, Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't there during that period of time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like damn you was in that yeah man and you know and you don't mind picking up right now right but, but that little two year or that nine months or that 13 months when y'all didn't speak and then when you play catch up you'd be like man that was a lot so yeah, yeah you know, that's why there's a part of me that feels that there's still i don't want to say hope but there's still a possibility for them to get together dang teammate then teammate then um so i can't i can't <laughs> I can't, yo. This is what I can say, though. Even for those on again, off again, so a lot of times you don't have to be, like, you know, necessarily with someone else, but there's still sometimes there's just a lot of growth in, you know, self-awareness, self-realization that has to happen that can't necessarily happen within the context of a relationship. Yes. And so there's just sometimes, I think that's kind of the thing that resonates with me the most. Like, sometimes you have to kind of get out of the situation to see it for what it is and see yourself apart from that situation and then kind of really go back into whatever the the context of the relationship is going to be with more intention um, and more um, more boundaries or, you know, how you're going to, you know, go in a little bit healthier for sure. Yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> you say I'm tired of Kelly going to parties by herself. Nathan is not the worst character on the show, Redhead. We are not even going there. No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give Nathan the, the worst character, but I do think y'all be giving Nathan the biggest grace card, the unlimited grace card, like it's nothing. I, I do think that though. I do think that Nathan. Lawrence Nathan, had a baby with Condola. Um, you said what? <laughs> Lawrence had a baby with Condola. I mean, if you tell me you're on the pill. <laughs> Did she say that? I mean, but obviously, that, was, you, that might have been alluded to in the episode or something. Like I thought we were safe, and thought we were careful or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, you know what I mean. And then, and then you first you said, or they they did allude to the fact that obviously the reason why they acted on it is because she assured him that she was it was a life she didn't want at first, and now she does. As far as when it comes to being a mother, 
Because yeah. remember, when she sits down on the couch, she said, I didn't at first, and now I do. So with that being said, that's where you're at right now. I, I mean, I think Nathan, Nathan's a great character. I like what he brings. I don't think he's the worst. I just, I'm only going, and I try not to let my feelings for Nathan's character be based upon this over big-ass grace card I see everyone in the digital universe giving him. And I try to just look at him solely for what he is. I think he's. I think he's a good character. I think he's good for Issa, but I do think him and Issa are better best friends. That's fair. This is this is a hypothetical. What if Issa ends up with no one? Is it still a good? A I was good... actually thinking that. No, that's not far off for me. Yeah. I really, I really do think that where Issa is going right now, the possibility of her being by herself is okay. Yeah, like I, I would be fine with that if she at the end of the season flies off somewhere else, and then happens to smile at someone at the airport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a new possibility yeah. and a whole new life. Like, I, I would be, I don't think she has to end up with anyone. I, I just like how the show is written when it shows what's going on between her and Lawrence. Yeah. 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 Uh, that resonated. I, I don't have any other notes. That was, that they, they took up this, I, I loved um, the uncle, uh, Lawrence. <laughs> uncle he was hilarious that was some com comic relief um i think it was beautifully shot again like the scenes were cinematically gorgeous um i really didn't have too many notes for this one because it was pretty much a single storyline that we followed yeah and it was all about the baby you know yeah. and what it did and my wish is that seeing it that people will have a respect more respect than they had for a side they didn't know. Mm. So my wish is that men have more respect for what women are, are put through and women will have more respect for men. But the reality in me, I know it's not it's just it's just not gonna happen. It's just it's just it's just you not are. gonna happen. It's it's just not it's not it's not gonna happen. Which I appreciate because I don't necessarily think you're the most optimistic person I know naturally. So I appreciate this optimistic in this I said wish, not hope. <laughs> There's a difference between the words. I said wish. I said my wish, but I don't see it. I, I, I see Lawrence. Lawrence is that guy. Lawrence is literally that person that, I mean, he is Tyra, you know, he is that we were all rooting for you because mm -hmm. I, I, I see why and I understand it. But I also see when he does make a mistake, how it lands on other people. Yeah. And even though I'm understanding and I can give that grace and that perspective, but the way it lands on other people and how they present him, I do raise an eyebrow. And then I understand why certain men who love the show be so upset because we are like, but yeah, but you're not, why y'all not giving, you know, we, it's a front where it's frustrating to watch sometimes. And then sometimes Lawrence does like, you know, he'll drop the ball. Cause I was riding with Lawrence every part of this episode until he canceled. Although I got it. I got it. Cause to your point, traveling is a lot. You and I, we do that. We travel. It is a lot. It is. But the way they showed that at that moment, I was like, Lawrence, you're killing me, bro. Yeah. You're killing me, bro. Like, I, I can't make these arguments for you when I'm going in these circles. Like, you're killing me, bro. And this this thing, too, I think one of the, the, the notes that just came to me is like, do we rely on text messages too much? Because... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. It was so much texting... With not enough con like very short, you know, and I, I appreciate how they showed it, like these are very short messages sometimes my text. If it's longer than five lines for me, I'll do a voice note. 
So that's kind of my rule of thumb. Like, <laughs> um, but you know, Lawrence was not. It's not. They both not being great communicators. Let me just say that both not being great communicators and really using their words to express even their frustrations or hopes or ideas. You know, I think on both sides, like. Um, condolence piecemealing information to Lawrence and then Lawrence is not showing telling like what his expectations are you know in if he's even thought about it so I just that piece was I think very real to um, where we are as black millennials I am still struggling with like you know when to use my words when to like you know, really verbalize the backstory of my decision makings or my feelings or what led me to this point. And I think had they did that from the jump, then they will be in a much better situation. Yeah. And also too, before we go, one thing I've been trying to get in the practice of is not assuming that me and this other individual have the same definition. Ooh, so when some good. Yeah. So when somebody leave me with something and we, I, the first thing I try to remember to ask is like, hey, how does that look like to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're about to have a child or whatever and you say, you know, I can participate as much as I want, what does that look like to you? Mm. You know what I mean? Said, because this is what it looks like because he's, this is how I'm doing which what I think you said and right. you might have been like, that's not what you meant. And I think we don't ask each other in relationships or even when it comes to a job or something like that, like a description like, well, what does that look like to you? Yeah. And I think that's what ends up coming back. And I, I've been trying to do it better in my journey. Yeah. And, or even when I'm requesting something of someone to try to give them a brief description of what it looks like from my thing. Yeah. Because you end up getting disappointed and that person thought something totally different than what it was. Or they just went into their routine. So I think that's something that Lawrence and um, Condola, they didn't express that with each other on what that would actually look like. They both was operating how they would normally, how they would operate. Condola yep. is someone who handles business from what we saw. Like she takes care <laughs> of business, right? So yeah. she thought she could take care of this baby like the way she take care of anything else. Lawrence is a, I don't want to step on your toes. So if you're fine with it, I'm cool. I'm not going to enforce myself on you. Right. That's the kind of, that's this kind of individual he is exactly. where he's like, well, what do you want to do? Okay. If you cool, I'm cool. Yeah. And so if you tell him that's what it is, he's like, all right. He's not likely to change his mind unless he is on a plane and is about to crash. <laughs> Which it should not be that way. Uh, yeah, I ain't even touching the Lawrence is what happens when uh, good guys navigate these modern times. I'm not even getting into the good guy because I don't think Lawrence. I don't think there's a such thing as a good guy. I think we're all doing the best we can. Especially yeah, I, I, I can't even say that because the times that I got played, I probably deserved it. That part. I'm going to keep it, I'm keep it 100. <laughs> even when I was being good, was I? Was I? Was was the, I? What was the uh, expectations or the motives pure? Yeah, <laughs> and just because I didn't get caught, that don't mean it wasn't real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just... You know, and it's it, it the good guy thing is kind of comes across as a very deserving kind of thing. Mm -hmm. so, so let's say you was a good guy, okay? And yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that goes with bring it back home to starting with today of advocating for, you know, therapy and mental health. Like if you are dealing with these issues, deal with your issues so that you won't take it upon someone else. 
Because yeah. let's say you did get played three times, four times, five times. You have to deal with that. That doesn't mean the next person deserves that treatment. Just yeah. because you are nice, it does not mean you are deserving of something. But that's just me. I agree. I agree. And I think that's a great place to cut it out. Uh, to, I'm looking forward to next week. Um, I enjoy these conversations. I've always said that uh, our conversations uh, are podcasts anyway. If we could just like bleep out names, we'd be like every conversation can go up as a. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we would. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was about to get us in trouble. Like, nope, let's bring it home. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You're, you're right. <laughs> Charlie's right. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you again for your time. Thank you all for joining. Be sure to check it out fully on YouTube. Thank you for the comments and feedback. We appreciate you being here. We'll be back next Sunday. Same black time, same black place. So we'll yep. see you Deuces. Have a good week. You too.